Welcome to the Cowboy Chronicles, the Oklahomans, Oklahoma State Athletics Podcast. I am your host, Scott Wright, joined by Jenny Carlson. This is the post-game edition coming to you after Oklahoma State's 50-44 victory over Texas Tech on Saturday. All kinds of excitement, Jenny. Lots of stuff to get to. Listen, if people wanted to be transported back to the before times, before COVID and pandemic and all that jazz... They got a taste of that on Saturday when an old-time Big 12 game broke out in Stillwater. Man, that was a that was crazy, Scotty. It was. It was some wild stuff. Lots of offense. Lots of big plays. Had a 200-yard uh, rusher for Oklahoma State. That uh, that felt very 2019, except it wasn't Chuba Hubbard that was uh, that was doing that was toting the rock this time around. But uh, a lot to a lot to get to, and let's start right there with uh, with Desmond Jackson. A guy who finds out on Monday that he's going to be the starter. Um, I loved his story about his roommates uh, telling him that he was acting different. They could tell that it, uh, that he was focused and locked in, and uh, and clearly he was. Uh, 235 yards, three touchdowns on 36 carries. You know, he's a roughly 220 pound guy, and uh, at five foot eleven is uh, is is pretty uh, pretty stoutly built. And uh, and he ran that way. He uh, he was impressive to watch. Yeah, it, he really was. You know, and 36 carries. There's a lot of things to be impressed by, but that may be it that that impresses me most. Um, I know we'll get to talk about the blocking and and just the uh, the, the guys that were in front of him helping. But you know, I don't I don't necessarily know if that was what. It wasn't what he thought, and I'm frankly not sure it's what the OSU coaches thought they were going to be giving him. But uh, Dominic Richard uh, Richardson, who was a uh, fourth string but became second string with the injuries to Chuba and LD, he fumbles after only two carries, and so he is essentially put on the shelf, and it leaves Desmond Jackson to uh, to carry the load and. He did a great job. I mean, he uh, 36 carries is is a lot, but uh, I think you pointed out, Scotty, at one point, no negative plays. None of those 36 carries were negative plays. So, unbelievable running. Showed great patience. Patience. Yeah, easy for me to say. Showed great pace. Uh, showed great toughness. I just thought the way he ran you know, frankly was as impressive as, as anything. So, yeah, so much about him that you know, I don't know what, what the prognosis with Chuba or LD is in terms of their injuries, but he got to like what they got in Desmond uh, Jackson. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Chuba obviously was not dressed out today. He was in the walking boot. So uh, hard, to, uh, hard to know what his status will be going forward with uh, only two regular season games left to go. Uh, LD Brown was dressed out. Um, the radio report was that he could play in case of an emergency so that was uh, at least a little encouraging that uh, that that he might be back next week but at the same time you're you're not gonna run him out there every play you're gonna need to uh, need some help and I think with those two guys together now that they have some trust in uh, in Des Jackson you've got yourself a a, a pretty good tandem if you uh, if you don't have Chuba Hubbard a week from now at TCU yeah for sure and you know, I think I think helping in that uh, I mentioned earlier the the guys on the offensive line. You know, obviously this has been an offensive line that has had moving parts and guys get hurt and 
they had another one hurt today and, and Tevin Jenkins out with that back issue that, that knocked him out of Bedlam last week. He wasn't even there for uh, the senior ceremony. So that tells you that he's, wherever he is, he's, he's probably not, you know, in very good shape just right now trying to, trying to get back. But um, our buddy Barry Trammell, who was not here today but was watching from home, uh, was, was charting plays. And OSU ran 88 plays today, Scott, and Barry charted that only 38 of those plays did OSU have two they, they, on those 38 plays, it was two or less uh, receivers. So they went with a lot of tight end heavy, uh, you know, sort of adding blockers and, and helping to clear space. And frankly, you know, I, I, don't, I don't think it hurt the passing game any that they had more sets with reduced receivers. You know, to me... You know, uh, Tylen Wallace goes over 100 yards. Um, you know, they didn't throw it as much as Tech, but I didn't think their passing game was hurt because they changed it up to help with the run game. So maybe there's something there. I mean, if Casey Dunn had his druthers, he'd run six receivers out there probably because he's a receivers guy. But, uh, you know, if the, if the OSU offensive coordinator found some magic in uh, out of necessity in terms of adding those tight ends and more blockers, you know, maybe that's something they can they can make more regular and, and use that moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. Those guys have been uh, have been so helpful, and like you said, didn't seem to have a negative effect on the passing game. Even though they didn't throw to those guys a ton, I think uh, uh, a couple of catches maybe for Logan Carter was uh, was it. But um, but the added protection and the the help that they gave the offensive line. Um, this offensive line has shown, for the most part that when they have a full week to prepare and they have everybody stay healthy that they can be that they can be pretty good they can be solid yeah pretty good might be a, a little bit of an overstatement uh, yeah. but they can be they, they can be they can be reliable yeah. and uh, and that's what they showed today I, I thought and if they so if they can uh, keep everybody healthy for another week and uh, and 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 prepare the way that they have been. I think that they have a chance to uh, to be pretty good another another week from now. But if they fall back into uh, you know guys getting banged up and uh, and having to change positions that has happened so much to them this year. You know it's uh, it's it's going to be tough for them. But but the tight ends getting back to uh, the in- initial point uh, really did I think I think help the uh, the flow of the offense. Spencer Sanders throws for 222 with a, a touchdown and an interception. Um, so he uh, he was uh, he was solid. He was um, you know I mean that's uh, that's about what you would kind of like his average day to be. If you can get uh, if you can get 225 yards and a touchdown out of him through the air, yeah. and uh, and have the run game going. You're you're going to be pretty happy with that most of the time. Yeah, and I think uh, I think Texas Tech only had one sack today and two quarterback hurries. Now there were a couple times that I think Spencer Sanders scrambled out of things that you know could have gotten dicey, but that's why you got a mobile quarterback back there is you know use the use the legs when you need to. Um, so it's not to say that he maybe wasn't uh, forced into some situations by the Tech front, but at the same time. You know, this is an offensive line that they've had enough issues over the weeks that, you know, 
you could you could see real real problems if you know if tech wanted to do some things and they were able to uh to to you know stand in there pretty well and um not they were not the they were not the reason that osu found itself in a tight fit of a game they in a, in a bad way because i think a week ago you saw you know obviously spencer sanders getting you know running for his life then it was shane ellingworth doing the same and then it was spencer sanders again so a lot of that was about offensive line breaking down but they were not in a tight fit of a game today because the offensive line was struggling they 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 were they were a neutral factor in this game how about that yeah that's absolutely fair um the surprising thing was i think the way that the uh, the way that the defense was giving up big plays in in uh, in bunches at times and uh, that was uh, that was a really odd thing to see from a, a defense that had been so good until a week ago uh, to have them getting hit for uh, for monster plays that were uh, that were going for touchdowns you had the uh, the stat Jane uh, remind me exactly what it was about their uh, plays over 20 yards yeah so today uh, I'll, I'll expand it a little bit before I give you the whopper of the uh, stat Texas Tech had 17 plays of 10 yards or more which that's a high number yeah but they had seven plays of 20 yards or more and six of those plays were touchdowns Tech did not have a red zone possession. They didn't score. They, they had zero red zone possessions, which means OSU, OSU's defense gave up zero red zone touchdowns, which I guess if you're looking for a happy <laughs> happy point to the defense, maybe that's it. But they were they scored from 70. They scored from 48. They, I mean, they were scoring from on fourth down. I mean, OSU's defense was – it was really i mean a week ago when they gave up 41 to ou i mean sooners are surging they've got you know some great skill guys and spencer rattler ramondre stevenson um, on down the list but this tech offense has struggled to figure out who its quarterback is it's uh i think it scored 18 points a week ago 20 the week before that you know this is not this is this is not Patrick Mahomes' Texas Tech. Right. And yet they were just moving it uh, and scoring from, from distance. So, yeah, to me, um, that's got to be concerning, you know, that, that, that two weeks could really um, turn on its head such positive momentum we saw for this OSU defense. Um, we can talk in a sec about some of the, the good things that they've figured out ways to do amid all that. But, man – you know, I, I just think that's got to be a real head scratcher for Jim Knowles. I know there are injuries, um, but man, there's there's some real breakdowns happening on that defense right now. Yeah, there are, and that's definitely concerning. Rodarius Williams being injured and out was uh, was a factor in that because it had uh, that with that you have Jark Bernard Converse and Christian Holmes both on the field uh, on the edges trying to protect and um, you know when you've got Rodarius over there and he can take away one side of the field that really makes a big difference and that uh, that changes how uh, how offenses can attack and uh, they were able to Texas Tech today was able to really kind of pick their poison and uh, decide what they wanted to do in terms of which which way they wanted to go and 
um, who they wanted to attack. So that uh, opened up a lot of things for Texas Tech. I think I might have been more surprised at the way they ran the ball. Me too. I was, uh, I was really shocked at the success they were able to have on the ground. Uh, Sir Roderick Thompson is a, uh, is, a, is a good running back and a great name. Yeah. It sounds like he's been knighted, Sir <laughs> Roderick Thompson. <laughs> Uh, but uh, but but still, the, to find the success that they did uh, on the ground with uh, you know that being included in some of those big plays that you mentioned uh, was uh, was really the shocker for me. I thought that Oklahoma State, even though they were uh, down a defensive lineman, Amadou Fofana, uh, I thought they'd be able to uh, to control the run a little bit better. Yeah, that physicality up front has really been something that has been a rock for this defense, whether it's come from the defensive line or the linebackers. You've just really seen them, you know, shut off the run. I mean, we saw what looked to be pretty mundane running plays that would go for four, five, six yards that under normal circumstances with this defense – were you know maybe a yard or two just felt like some of that point of attack physicality that we've seen so often out of this bunch and you know who knows Scott I mean a week ago they go into a a in-state rivalry game you know thinking they've got you know a path they control to the Big 12 title game they get run in that game and you know maybe that starts to weigh on you know that mindset and you know, you just you just don't know um, how that impacted things, and so I have to think it had some impact. Uh, maybe the fact that they were able to find a way to get a win, maybe that starts the bounce back for next week as they get ready to go to TCU. But um, yeah, it was a it was a it was a unexpected um, it was an unexpected turn for the defense. I mean figured that they would you know you have a little bit of a gotta gotta shake it off after last week but it was um it was just kind of a a blah feel from the defense all all day now I did say before I thought it was impressive that they still found some opportunities to affect the outcome of the game Trey Sterling comes up with two fumble recoveries he intercepts a pass and returns it for a touchdown Calvin Bundage forces a intentional grounding in the in the end zone for a safety so even amid all the crazy and bad in the second half primarily they still found ways to score points and you know in a game that ends up being close those points ended up being pretty darn huge so some a little bit of positivity in that regard but yeah they, they've got they got some stuff they got to get in there and fix yeah and it, it feels weird to say it but for a game that was so high scoring it was special teams and defense that swung the momentum by putting points on the board. Um, I've I've seen I've seen highlights of of onside kicks being returned for touchdowns before. This is my this is my first seeing it in person. Uh, it was uh, that was uh, it was exciting. That's something that uh, you don't you don't see very often. And then uh, after Jason Taylor does that. His uh, his second big touchdown of the season, uh, with the uh, with the onside kick return, then Trey Sterling, who called his shot, and apparently said uh, earlier this week that he was going to get a uh, get a pick six on a, a particular uh, particular route, 
comes through and uh, and does it. So uh, really, uh, really big momentum swing to have those back to back there on uh, on uh, you know two straight possessions. Yeah, that uh, that onside kick was a surprise. I mean, Tech has just gone up for the first time all day. I think it was 24-21 at that point. You know, they were starting to really kind of wrest control of the game away from from OSU. I mean, it just felt like, you know, OSU's defense isn't going to be able to stop them, and the offense may not be able to keep up. And then out of the blue, Matt Wells, Texas Tech coach, calls for the surprise onside kick, and uh, Jason Taylor heads up play, you know, takes it off the bounce and just takes off. And, I mean, he was in the clear two steps after he caught the ball. So, yeah, real heads-up play. They had two more onside kicks to survive, but that one was, uh, you know, they knew that those other onside kicks were coming. That one they had no idea, uh, and Jason Taylor did a heck of a job and, uh, yeah, obviously had the game ceiling play at, at K-State with the intercept. Or, no, fumble. He, yeah, fumble recovery. It came right to him, bounced up and right into his arms. He returns it 70-something yards, I think, that day, but um, – 48-yard uh, kickoff return, first kickoff return by a Cowboy since Tyreek killed it in 2016. Tyreek's was a bit longer than Jason Taylor's. 2014, yes. 2014, <laughs> Yes, okay. his was, uh, what, a good 50 yards longer, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they're going to be putting Jason Taylor back to return kicks anytime soon. <laughs> no. But in that regard, it went pretty darn well. Yes, it did. And uh, 63 yards on uh, Trey Sterling's interception return. And then the offense got going again after that. You had the uh, the long pass to Tylen Wallace for a touchdown. Spencer Sanders rushes for a touchdown. Des Jackson uh, had some big runs in between all of those that uh, that, that kept the offense churning. So uh, really uh, kind of came through there, and and then uh, and then able to hang on for uh, for dear life. As you as you mentioned, two more onside kicks by Texas Tech. At least they knew those were coming at that point. Uh, but uh, but still. Uh, got uh, got a little bit dicey toward the end there. So, uh, all in all, uh, an important and uh, impressive win in a in a really weird way for uh, for Oklahoma State. You know, one thing I'll say, uh, talking about the offense, uh, you mentioned you mentioned Tylen Wallace's touchdown it was a 27 yarder that happened right in front of us, which they don't all happen in front of us because we're sort of down at the east end of the uh, of the field. And uh, but this one happened right in front of us, and uh, I think I don't remember if I said to you or you said to me, but it's fun to watch him catch the football. Yeah, you know, it's just uh, he he, uh, and and I know that we'll probably explore this in, in coming weeks as uh, you know his time as a cowboy comes to an end. But you know where he ranks all time among cowboy receivers. We know it's obviously a star-studded group. Um, you can start with the top five and leave out some pretty darn good receivers um but you know tylen wallace uh you know i don't know how we'll shake out when we talk about where he ranks and all that sort of stuff i don't know where we'll come down on that but when it comes to catching footballs he makes a lot of really amazing highlight worthy catches uh made at least three or four today i can think of and he only had seven catches so it's just it's fun to watch him catch the ball. It's uh, it's to the point that it's more surprising when he doesn't come down with a catch than uh, than the the opposite. So uh, really uh, really impressive. The uh, the touchdown was uh, was a big time play on his uh, his last game at Boone Pickens Stadium. 
Um, I guess we'll wrap it up with the uh, the most important thing I forgot. Um, Boone Pickens statue. We didn't talk about that. Uh, that was uh, was was unveiled with uh, Boone's right hand in the air, pistols firing uh, out in front of the West End Zone. Uh, looked pretty else? looked pretty good, Scotty. Yeah, it did. It looked good. I liked it. Yeah. I liked it. it's a solid look. Hey, uh, one one other thing I will say. Um, I often use the most important thing you forgot segment to mention punting. Right. And uh, today. Uh, Cowboys punted at one point. I think it was was that in the first half that they punted uh, when they were uh, across the uh, across midfield, or was that the third quarter? Might have been third quarter. I think it was. So they punt on uh, on uh, in the third quarter they, from about the forty something yard line, and I turn and then and we start to hear people booing like in the in the boxes next to us. Yeah. And then we start to hear a lot of booing in yeah. Boombiggin Stadium. And I turned to you afterwards and I said, you know, in this instance, I can see it. You know, there, there was a lot of game left at that point, and I could see why they would do that. And I think that I think they got it down to about the 10-yard line. So, you know, good punt to boot. But I think that people might have been booing in that instance because they couldn't boo last week right. when Mike Gundy punted late in Bethlehem. There was I, there was some held over boo. That's right. In that, <laughs> they didn't like it a week ago, but they didn't have a chance to really say it, so they used that opportunity this week to uh, voice their displeasure. But uh, it, it, yeah, it was uh, it sort of made me laugh because. I don't know if I've heard the boos that loud this year. That was pretty. Uh, that's they, a pretty uh, audible boo. They got pretty vocal on yeah. that one. They were. Uh, they were um, not well, not excited about <laughs> uh, about the way things were going at that point. So. All right. Well, uh, with that, we'll go ahead and wrap it up here on the Cowboy Chronicles. Thank you, Jenny. Thanks to Paige and Dave back in the studio for putting this all together, and thank you for listening to the Cowboy Chronicles podcast. <laughs>